Spoiler. Spoiler. Ama. Ama. This is Spoilerama. Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And we're going to talk now about things we've been catching up on on all the streaming services that we share passwords on. <laughs> yes, basically. Except for, well, we don't share movie yet. But you can have no. it anytime you want. Mm. Well, I'm paying for it still. still? I, keep, I keep forgetting to cancel it. Um, yeah. Well, you know <laughs> what? At least, at least I'm supporting a, a decent, yeah, a yeah, decent movie streaming. is superb. Yeah. There's no question. And so I mentioned in a previous episode that I've been watching Kingdom from Lars von Trier. And I'm still watching it. There's still a few more mm. episodes to go, but I just wanted to mention it because the original, the very first series was from 1994. The second series was from 1997. There's four episodes of each, nearly 90 minutes long in each one. Like they're long episodes. Mm. And the third series, the final one, which is a movie special, is this year. So Crazy. it's very like the Twin Peaks revert. Mm. Like the last series comes 25 years after the previous one. And so I was I wanted to watch it on that basis, like watch it because I'd never seen it or heard it. So I watched the first two series and then just see what would happen with mm. the and I've watched the first episode of the new series. Yeah. And what's striking about it is that as because I knew this is going to be odd because three of the main characters, the actors have died since because oh. they're all quite old. Yeah. In the original one. I said, how are they going to get around that? And so on. and also the second series didn't just end. It was just there was a whole lot of cliffhangers in there and said, how are there's on and so far they haven't really dealt with it. Yeah. It's just 25 years later. But they're following the same teams. Like I think as mentioned before, one of the main characters in the previous in the early series was from Sweden and hates Denmark. And this was a running theme about rivalry between Sweden and Denmark and the fact that Sweden is a much superior country to Denmark. Like, and the, yeah. like the problem is, da- is Danish. Yeah. Clear is Danish. And I don't know if this is a cultural thing that goes on there, but it's, yeah. it's clearly sending it up. So now we have, there's the son of that character has arrived as the attending physician in Kingdom Hospital. Mm. And he's Swedish and he says he's hoping to bring it up, bring the hospital up to a proper standard and then you laugh obviously not the standards that you'd expect in Sweden yeah so this sort of thing is the same thing but what's interesting is the actor playing him is I hope I'm pronouncing this right Mikhail Persbrandt who is a really good you'll know him because he's in sex education he was um what's her name the I know the, the the boyfriend of Gillian Anderson yes yeah, yeah, he's there with yeah. him. So, yeah. And I mean, he's in a lot of things. Yeah, and he's, he's very just, good. He's, a, he's, just, he's just such a cool actor in himself. Mm. And so he's just so right for this. As soon as I saw him appear, I said, oh, brilliant. I'm yes. going to enjoy this. And whereas another doctor in the hospital who's Danish is played by Lars Mikkelsen, who's Matt Mikkelsen's brother. Mm, I but yeah. but he, he's, you've seen him in a few other things as well. Like he's, he's been in a few Europe, or American things, mm. but he's mainly in... Um, Swedish and Danish programs so it's great they have two big stars in there yeah um, but what I was watching for is it's just because it's like the early series is very clearly primitive television making whereas now and Van Trier has gone on to be big international yeah. filmmaker what's the difference going to be so the main difference is is that the original series starts with someone watching a DVD of the original series and then comes and says that's a load of rubbish <laughs> But they didn't have a proper ending to that. And it's an old woman. Yeah. And it's clearly replacing the old woman character from the original. So she decides to go looking for the hospital. 
and she arrives at this hospital and this and says, "I want to see Mrs. Truss, who's the yeah. medium character in the original one." And the man behind the counter, because it's late at night and he's just a watchman, he's so bored. And he just goes, oh, well, we haven't had a query like that in a while. She's a fictional character. <laughs> he said, it's just the imagination of that idiot Van Trier who came up with this. Yeah. And it's so funny that it launched into that. And then so much she insists on exploring and she gets into And then suddenly it does start continuing on. Yeah. So you're not sure if it's in her mind or yeah, not or, or if what. It's hap- uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah. And that was only the initial episodes. I haven't gotten any further, but I'm loving it. Mm. Um, but I think I mentioned before as well that at the end of each episode in the previous series, Van Trier appeared at the end saying, what did you think of that episode? And talking to the camera about, well, all the credits were rolling by. And I was saying, this is going to be interesting now. How are they going to do it now? So what they do is they just have the curtain. And he's oh. behind it. And you just see his feet at the bottom. And he says, modesty prevents me from coming this. Because age has taken its toll. <laughs> and then carries Bless on. Bless him. Yeah. And just go, oh, this is. So I'm, dying to, I'm looking forward to watching the rest. Yeah. To see, will he appear at some point or whatever. And how I'm tempted now it. to start that. But I have so many on my list that yeah. I have to get through them first. I actually have a, a series list of things that I need to watch because i've always like i said the last time like i'm on episode two of every single series possible okay. so i need to actually just select a few watch it and then yeah. move on to the next oh no that's what like i've been doing that in that try and watch them all the way through mm. that's what i did with now this was a struggle because they're long yeah as i said most stuff i watch might be half an hour or an hour this is at least 70 minutes sometimes 80 so yeah. they're like little films yeah. in themselves so i was watching it so it took a while to get through it um, but I've been catching up on others. But what have you been watching then? So, uh, and this is the thing. I say that I have to be watching um, the ep- like all the, f- the series I started. And what do I do? Watch new series. So, but only because I've, I, I wasn't made to watch, but it was on TV. So I watched it. Mm. It's one of the, new, I think it's a new Netflix release. And it's docu-series anyway, which is Three Wives, I think it's called. Okay, don't know. So it's families in the states that are polyamorous all right (laughs) but when i say that it generally means one guy and three women you don't see a woman with loads as it should be okay and it's normally religion based so it's not i thought it would be on the same lines of the flds or fdls at the church of latter day yeah um, I thought it was going to be something along those lines. However, uh, uh, because there is a, a Netflix um, series about that that went up horribly wrong and they were basically a tight community that wouldn't let any information in and the, the women were abused and all this kind of stuff. Is, and the, is this true? Like it's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, uh, girls being married off to the main man of the community when they're 14 like so, it's and he has like 80 wives and stuff yeah. like that but it's nothing like that this is actually um it's still religion based but it's they ask the like they and they say now we don't know because it's filmed and it could be put on i don't know but they do say the men say it all the times so like we don't force these women to marry us we offered the opportunity, whatever. But and they're if they part want of a community. To. Yeah. So, I mean, this is all they've known in the community anyway. It's a cultural thing in the community. Yeah, yeah but it's not a closed off community. Like, they still interact with people from all okay. over the place and they go to supermarkets and whatever. And the women even say, they're like, oh, a lot of people don't understand the way of living. Like, I'm happy living like this. I've chosen this and whatever. Yeah. So, it does seem like they want that life. Now, some of them, like, and it goes through 
it's two different families and it goes through one of the families um one of the the newer wives more recent wives one it's called marina and <laughs> she just had a baby and she struggles with sharing the husband okay with the other two i mean even though she was the one the last one to come up to the thing and she struggles to be nice to the other women as well because they all live in this and this is what really pisses me off. It's like a canyon that they live. Now, they do interact. It is a removed community, but they still interact with the towns, if you get me. They go into the towns and all this. However, it is... I'll show you a picture of it. It's like their house. They just built the house into these canyons, into these like mountainous ranges. Okay. And it's stunning, but it's like... You're ruining the view by putting your houses there. All right. So when you're looking at the canyons, all you see is these bloody blitz houses. No, yeah, but they're like little wooden houses inside into these mountainous, like red canyon things. So it's right. like they're built into it. So it looks like scars on it. Kind of. Yeah, I'll show it to you then. Um, no, it's great, and it, I can imagine it's lovely living there. But at the same time, you're like, build a little town near a, another city. Why are you going into nature and doing this anyway? Whatever. Um, and I kept thinking, like, how are you getting plumbing and water and, like, actual mm. proper drains and stuff? I, but they have then these, every house has, they're big because they have, like, three different apartments, which is for the three different wives. And the guy spends the night with each wife. So, like, every night is a different family. And they all have kids, like, loads of kids. Oh, yeah. And it's it's interesting to see how they live i could never but <laughs> it's interesting to see how they live and it's interesting to see how society reacts to them as well because there was a, a law that they wanted to bring in i think this is in texas but they there was a law they wanted to bring in saying that oh these women are abused and all this when the women themselves are saying we are not of this community saying we are not we chose this life yeah so you can't discriminate against the religion and the guy actually said, look, when he was speaking at the protest, he was like, um, if these things are happening, address those issues. Don't generalize it as a whole community problem. Like everyone does it. It's not everyone that does abuse or, you know, uh, mistreat women and kids and all this. He's like, we can address those issues and they should be addressed. Okay. But you shouldn't ban because he wanted to ban polyamorous oh, yeah. marriages. But I mean... Are there anyone being, is there anyone being abused? Not in this series anyway. Yeah. Like so they were saying, like, cases, this is... But they're saying the very nature of the arrangement is abused. Yeah. Um, but the women seem to want oh, that. Oh yeah. Well, so... they, they, there could be some people who prefer that because it's shared duties and yeah, so on. Yeah, exactly. So therefore they only have one third mm. of what they might have and that might be what they want. Now yeah. I see, obviously from an opposite side of view, I certainly wouldn't want to be one third of a relationship with yeah. someone. It's just, but I mean, you can't judge other people by what they want to do. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, so it's it's interesting. Like it's. And what's it called? Uh, three wives, I think it's it's trending now. Anyway, right. <laughs> I'm sure the younger crowd are looking at it, thinking, "Oh, how great!" I mean, younger <laughs> crowd. I mean, men. Um, <laughs> right. Do you know? Well, it's not actually that great. By like, at least it doesn't suit me. I know it doesn't suit me just by looking at it. It yeah. does not suit me. Um. Mick just kicked my heel. No, I didn't do anything. You just kicked something. No, I didn't. Well, then something, some ghost just hit it because I didn't move There's at all. Ghost. I was going to say, how did you kick past me? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. We got it recorded. Yes. So the what else thing. have you been? Um, well, I've also, the other series that we had mentioned before, I got to the end of it last night, actually, Dead to Me. 
oh I need to I need to finish it's the third series it's isn't the third it I need to, on and the moment. last one yeah yeah I need to watch that and um, it's well it's excellent obviously mm. um, and I don't know if we even discussed it before like as well just quickly say it's it's, a, it's basically a story of because this way I've summed it up now at, at the end of it it's just a relationship between two women yeah um, Judy and Jen mm. played by Christina Applegate and I wrote it down Linda Cardellini mm. um, I could probably pronounce that wrong um, and it's just it's better initially it's a com- it's a com- black comedy in that one um, Christina Applegate's husband has been killed and at a morning, at a what was a grief counselling ceremony, she meets mm. uh, Judy, whose partner has also been killed, and they bond over that. And then it turns out, no, her partner is still alive, and all the repercussions yeah, of that, and yeah. that's what it goes through. But then it has all sorts of twists and turns along the way, and the final series is just ultimately about friendship. This is what it really yeah. is about, and it's very emotional. Oh. Um. In many ways, I can't. I don't want to give away too yeah, much. Yeah, don't please. Um, but it's it's very well done. Now, at times, because initially I just saw it as a comedy, mm. like comedy that had serious messages, where, and then suddenly by the last series, there's very little comedy in it. There's some of it that is funny, mm. but you're you're watching a drama now. There is yeah. no question this is a serious drama, and that just has moments of humor in there that you'd expect in any drama. But that's all better for it because mm. I love the way that it's graduated into that. That you started out watching a laugh out loud comedy at times and then suddenly because you're so invested with the people themselves. And also the fact that it's half hour episodes because yeah. they go very quick. You're watching it and some of them are 40 minutes or something like that. And I'd watch it, God, that's that's a long bit. for the, And then suddenly, oh, it's over. Yeah. And so I watched the last two episodes last night and yeah, very emotional. Okay, I can't. So I I would highly recommend it. I I actually wish I was watching it from the start now Mm. because the problem I have, because there's such long gaps between the series and COVID have impacted that as well, that I watched the last episode of series two before starting on this to catch up a bit. Yeah. But there's so much happening in the previous series that I'm remembering snippets of. So, oh, I remember that guy. Why do I remember him? And so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'd really like just to see it all the way through because it feels like just one long story Mm. that has gone in different directions. But Dead to Me is excellent. And even just one aside in it, um, Judy's mother in it, Linda Linda Cardellini's mother in it, is played by Cathy Siegel, who played Christina Applegate's mother in Married with Children. I haven't seen Married with Children. But see, Married with Children is the main program for both Christina Applegate. That's what launched Christina yeah. Applegate. And also, it'd be the main thing that these two actresses are remembered for, where they play mother and daughter. Oh, okay. And, yeah, she's yeah. and they have a scene together. And it's just that you're watching, it's a reunion of Cat, of Cat but yeah. they're playing two completely different characters. Yeah. So, very good. for that. So, yep. over to you. What else have you um, been watching? I've been, well, there's another one that's been released as well. Again, docu-series, which I found very interesting um i actually honestly i find docuseries about people from america in whatever way <laughs> very but it's such a wide range of people oh yeah that it's because it's such a big country like and culture so it's like it's just fascinating to me so i watched one where i think they have loads of series of this which is called i am killer but this is one i am killer I think released right so this guy comes out of jail after 30 years and he was on death row but because a couple of, I think it's a couple of years later from his trial um, or his judgment, what you call it, his um, 
Verdict. sentence, yeah, a sentence was came out. Right. Um, they changed the law. I think that was in Texas. They changed the law where, um, what was it? You can't be sent to death row for whatever it was. So I think his solicitors, um, said that that invalidated the jury's decision or whatever. So he was able to get off death row. Okay. In some way, a few years later, and then he was able to go on parole um, after 30 years All right. in jail. So what he did was he basically killed a man, um, a shop clerk or whatever, and it goes through him, and then he found God in jail. They always and do. Yes, and <laughs> um, yeah, so like he, uh, he goes through that and his experience in jail and all this, and then he ends up connecting with this lady who sends him letters and all this and helps him out. She's much <laughs> older and blah, blah, blah. And it goes through his childhood. He was abused when he was a child and all this. And he, he actually is talking about it and people around him are talking about it and how his life is. And it went through when he was in jail, like a few, when it was, he was 27 years in there, it was only three years left for him to apply for parole or whatever. And then when he left, so it goes through all that and then he's trying to get a job. But he also talks about why he killed that guy and, when he was sentenced, he um, gave one reason and now that he revealed that that actually wasn't the real reason he killed the guy and whatever. It's interesting. I think it's about I think it's three episodes long and um, which I enjoyed it, but also like I'm just tired of these people. If I'm being honest, not Americans, yeah. sorry, let me just make that clear, but just tired of people that like to me, I feel like there's a lot of people who go to jail after doing something like that, find God, and then think that they deserve forgiveness because they have found religion okay. after what they've done. And I hate that because it's like you've taken a life. Yeah. Don't expect... And they expect, and they get angry then when people are like, oh, they treat me differently, but like, I've done my time. I do this. I do regret doing what I did, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, but you still did it. You still took a life from a person. You can't expect people to just be okay with that. Okay. But at the same time, whatever about finding God, mm. I would always say if someone is genuinely remorseful and regretful, yeah, obviously they have to still be punished mm. or whatever, but you have to accept that on board that they genuinely are remorseful and they are different people to what they were. But you, how do you believe that is my point? Like if you oh, know yeah. the person, grand, but yeah. if you don't, it's a bit like you're iffy about well, I mean, it. I, you're I, like, I, I, it's a, I would be a case of I don't care either way because it's not going to impact. But I mean, if you're saying someone moved into the neighborhood or something mm. like that and had been a convicted killer 30 years ago, I would say, well, if they're clearly reformed, then. But okay. are they reformed? But this well, is yeah. the thing. Like, it's different if it was an accidental murder or if it, anything yeah. like that. I get that. But it was intentional. And it's like the the. Obviously, you, you can't just say that without seeing the person or hearing the person talk or anything like that. It's all based on the person's personality as well. Yeah. And you're looking at it and you're like, mm, I don't believe you, man. I can't, well, yeah, but that's, you know. But that's your person. Yeah. Person, and that's valid. Mm. But I'm saying it shouldn't automatically dismiss them because there could be someone who's genuine. Like, we've all done things we regret. Yeah. And Haven't killed just, a person. Yet. I know. But I, mean, <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of people who have kill people while they're being out of their heads on drugs. I don't mean that's an excuse yeah. or anything like that, but that clearly but that shows still that they're not. Is, but that still is them not being sane. What I'm saying is this person made the choice right. to kill someone, not on drugs, 
not under the influence you went out there and made a choice of killing someone like for example let's just say and i know it's not the same thing but let's just say someone regrets molesting a child you're still gonna be like who the fuck why would i sorry why would i forgive you why would you expect forgiveness when you've done something heinous to someone else you don't just because you regret it doesn't make you have the right to forgiveness but it's that and it's that feeling that they have like i get you did the time i get prison is probably not a great place and you've lost 30 years of your life in there but you also took someone's rest of their lives yeah no i agree with you you entirely like it's Uh, but i mean it's not up to me or you to forgive them no i know but they it's the the victims or the people involved i know but it's what he was what the way he was saying was like why don't society like accept that and why can't people see that now to be fair when he went back to church and all that and he spoke about and whatever people seemed very like yeah empathetic and they talked to him and they were saying oh he's a great guy he's actually contributing a lot to the society whatever fine but at the same time i'm like you still made a very 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 bad decision back then consciously yeah and it's just it's a no for me well but then you see this is what i say is that I wouldn't ask, I wouldn't expect the person to be forget. If someone like that moves into the road and they commit this mm. horrible thing, if they genuinely, and I know they genuinely regret it, mm. I'm not going to forgive them because it's not up to me to forgive them. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to put it in the past. This has nothing to do with the person as they are now. Mm. And that's why you just deal with what they are now. And it then gets to levels of what, like what about a drunk driver? but that's the thing no, but there's yeah, I mean, other contributing yeah, factors but to that, that but no but they chose to drink and drive like i find, yeah I find which i still find yeah like even i heard yesterday on the radio someone was talking about the fact um someone's ringing in about her now 17 year old daughter but when her daughter was 13 she and her friend went out to on the local road to take some photographs of, of the sun setting or something like that and they were hit by an suv and the friend was killed instantly and she hasn't got over it. She's still more. And the person who was driving was texting. Now, you immediately, th- and he, he owned up to it. And he went to prison and has been punished, whatever. Now, do you forgive him and something like that? Because, I mean, that was a choice. And you, the warnings are there all that, like, I hate it. Mm. When I'm driving, oh, I, I hate I see it. someone on a motorbike. Oh, absolutely. Well, people who are driving, now, I, obviously, I'm not driving, but people who are driving me and they're texting, I always say, yeah. can you please put your phone down? Exactly. Because not only are you risking your own life, you're risking my life by being next to you and you're bloody yeah. texting while you're driving. I hate people that text and yeah. drive. And I hate people who are on the phone when they drive yeah. or anything like that. But we know... We all know people who do it. Yeah. We all know people. Well, I don't know anyone who drinks and drives anymore. I think that's long mm. gone. But certainly I knew it back in the day. Yeah. So and there's all this. And you, so you, they are inexcusable because they know they're doing wrong in the first place. Yeah. So it's not a case of there are circumstances in that. But this so, what I mean. But this guy w- would kind of be the same because he was conscious he was going out to kill this person. Yeah, I know. I mean, so this is why, like, say, after the person he was then is not the person he is now. Now, I don't expect you to say everyone should be wonderful to me or anything like that. They should have reservations, but you can't. People but this, can't but that's my point. Uh, that's my point is that he expects people to put that behind him, but behind them and just leave that in the past or whatever and he, he it's like he's just this because he's come out of, of jail and done his time yeah suddenly this needs to be forgotten or whatever whereas like you can't expect people to do that 
because you've done this horrible thing you can't just expect people to be okay with it it's the way he, he just expects people to react to him in a different way where yeah. he can't expect that that and this is what i don't like it's people who have consciously done these crimes and then come out expecting society to just embrace them and take them in as if nothing has happened i don't like that okay i think it, you see it's it's problematic because I think it's cases then you're going to end up with just people re- repeat offending. They have to be allowed. Oh no! I'm, this I'm not saying they're not allowed to have jobs. They're not allowed no, to do no, no, that. No, no, no. But, but, but they have to just... be accepted as ordinary people in society. Is what I'm saying because it has to be the time the crime has been punished and done. That's what prison is for. Yeah. That's what this is. And I am saying yes, it's perfectly understandable that people might have these reservations. But that's understandable that they might have these reservations. It shouldn't be. But that's Obligi- my point. But no, but it shouldn't be obligatory for him to accept their expectations. Like, I mean, it's like... No, but my point is, he shouldn't expect people to not have them. Well, right. The way he's coming off is that he doesn't understand why people still have reservations. People, like, you killed someone. This is okay. my point. It's like, you have to expect people to be, to have these reservations or to be a bit iffy or to be, like, cautious or whatever around him. Because he was a killer. like, yeah. And this is what I'm saying is they can't just come out and expect everything to be all roses. It's not. You did something bad. People will yeah, be cautious. People say, will be. I would say they, they can't expect because they have to be realistic. Mm. But I would still empathize with them wanting it and feeling they're, oh, entitled, yeah. they're, feeling they're entitled to it. And that's, what's, that's, that's where we're yeah. Bring on. Yes. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's so move on from this. Um, I am killer. Right. Released. I'm, I'm watching it now. And then next time I'll discuss it, and mm. I'll say that lovely person, and those bastards that are treating him so bad. I hope they all get killed. Okay. Okay. So, so our, our Patreon um, <laughs> thing lasted very long, didn't it? The the the, the spoiler on podcast has dissolved. If you are a reformed <laughs> killer, <laughs> God, like, we support you. Well, I do. <laughs> um, well, well the next two I'm going to lump them together to an extent because okay. I only realised from watching one of them last night they're quite similar they're both spy programmes okay about MI5 oh brilliant um, one is Killing Eve have oh you been, yeah have yeah. you been watching it yet no I know you said you were uh, you said you were going to watch it but you weren't saying all the series weren't available that's what we're discussing yeah but I said I watched episode one oh, episode oh. not episode one the series one oh, you've watched I've it? said this several times this is listeners this just goes to show you how Michael doesn't listen to me in podcasts. So you wonder, you just wonder, I don't even have the, an ending to that sentence, but you just wonder. Um, and he be forgiven. Well, he can't expect to be forgiven. If he's not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I told you, I'm, I've, I've watched series one because remember we were talking, um, series one is on Netflix yeah. and I couldn't find the rest, but I've watched a series one. Um, and then you said you told me it was on RT player, so now I have to watch the rest. Okay. So well, you have begun. On, oh, they're all on RT player. Mm-hmm. I watched episode one and two last night, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I've I had watched um, a series called Slow Horses, mm-hmm. which is on um, it's on Apple, I think. Okay. And there are different takes on the same thing. Like I'll briefly discuss Slow Horses first. Slow Horses is it's an MI five outlier which actually this is it's a group part of mi5 and they're all basically the mi5 rejects okay they're all people who have messed up some assignment something's gone wrong so they get assigned to this department which is run by gary Oldman. 
Right. It's like probably an office where they're just typing yeah, away it's, behind it's a computer. Way, but basically, that's yeah, it. Exactly yeah, it. processing some sort of, yeah. The main character that we're introduced to at the start, like we see him messing up something and he's assigned to this and his job is just transcribing voice. He's listening to he's listening to um, voice messages or something like that. And he's just transcribing it. So yeah. it's boring, menial work. It's punishment yeah. work. And all the people there have been sent there for some reason like that, that they've been punished mm. for some reason. And one is a technical wizard or whatever. And they're all very strange, different people. And uh, Gary Oldman's in charge and he hates all of them. Like his, right. he, he thinks they're all rejects. So he treats them like rejects. Now, it's not even and it sounds like a comedy, but it's not. It's a, a serious drama. I'm already very interested in this. Oh, See, that's very, another one to add to my oh, this is list. This is really good because, as I said, it's this grim place that they've oh, all lovely. ended up. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's already, I'm sold. <laughs> grim, yep. But in the first series, there is a story arc, like in that some um, Middle Eastern a student has been kidnapped by a far-right group who are threatening to execute him online in revenge for all the beheadings that have happened in Iraq and Afghanistan and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's, he's actually English. He just has this, he obviously comes from a Middle Eastern background, yeah. Pakistan background. And they're trying to find him. And the whole thing, that's what this, a lot of the story is about. Whereas, obviously, the MI5 themselves are trying to find him, but because there's some connection between, Gary Oldman has some spy in that group. Right. So it's all, so there's a big adventure. And then is it, are they being shafted along the way and you're getting background stuff. So it's very dense and intense and it's gripping. And it's just a new series has just landed. I haven't watched the new series yet, but the first series is there and it's very good. And it was just, it makes an interesting contrast to Killing Eve, which I watched the first few episodes. And I think it's very good, very entertaining and very stylish, but that's its problem. It's all style again. It's the whole, like, again, I'm only judging from two episodes, but the first episode I thought was great, really got into it. And then second episode, I said, oh, I'm getting sick of her. The sick of the person I get sick of is the assassin because she's always quipping smart remarks and so on. It, it, but it gets better. Okay. Because that's, they set her up first, as in, like, the, the character with the background and the way she is and whatever. It gets, once it starts going through her background and where she comes from, and oh, yeah, be Eve, in that. Eve starts like uncovering all this and uncover, un- uncovering secrets about the MI5 as well. Mm. It's brilliant. I've, I've been really enjoying it. Oh no, I'm enjoying it. Like this yeah. point, the And it's like, it's proper, it's not MI5 in the sense, that, like those things about the MI5, like 007 would be where it's like, um, people never die, the cool kids never die, or the good side. No, people die in this. Like okay. any little reason because it's mafia or, or, Russian spies are all this and the spies here and spies there. Once mm-hmm. any information is uncovered, boom, you're gone. It's stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's brilliant. I really, really, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I've, as I said, I loved the first episode. And then the second episode, I said, yeah, I'm just getting annoyed with her because it reminded me of Money Train and mm. what was the other one not my bullet train or bullet train i keep calling it money, money train, train. Every time. no there is a film called money train right from the 80s it's obviously etched in my brain even though i never saw it but <laughs> bullet train mm. and the gray man in that no i know just let me finish mm. it was just basically because even um at one point when she's asked to take care of something and then someone accident and she says okay then someone accidentally died she says mm, taken care of like it's, it's just when she makes jokes mm. all the time and I say 
yeah, but real killers just probably wouldn't be like that. And I don't know. It doesn't have but to be realistic, you see, but it's because she's smart. yeah, it, because the way they portray her is basically that she's so good at her job. She just doesn't care. She's a loner anyway, so she doesn't oh, yeah. give a damn who she kills. And this is. It's all because and it shows her background and how she got to that state of mind of like, yeah, I'll kill for the sake of killing as well if I want to. Like that kind of stuff. Okay. Like she is she is a fucking psychopath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's clear like, from episode yeah. one. Um, but she's very lonely as well. Anyway, you'll see. Well, yeah. Yeah. You'll, I'd but you'll that. see. Yeah. You'll see I mean, all of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I just say no, I look going. forward to I, w- I would definitely I'll definitely keep going to the end like yeah. I mean I said, I watched, I'm watching it on Netflix and then I said all four series are on RT player as I said to you so you can start it anytime you like yeah very good well yeah and <laughs> just like, this what I just said you can start it no start the whole series because you might like it yeah okay that's that's dying a death as we speak have you watched Giri Haji no that's true you didn't it <laughs> have you Yes. Well, not all of it. <laughs> I'm still going through it. Anyway. Are you on um, episode two yet? Well, I've told you I've gotten to episode two. That's again. what I'm saying. Have you got further than it? No. Um, right. No, but one of the things that I then started watching again, <laughs> from not from the start, but from a while back, was Family Guy. Because I was like, because my brother was here visiting me. He's, he Did he stay the night that day? Yeah, he did, actually. Um, And we started watching Family Guy again, like in the background. And some of the stuff were like, couldn't be making that joke now. Couldn't be making that joke now. And it's on Disney Plus. And I was like, yeah, this is brilliant. But at the same time, like, it's brilliant because you could never say that now and get away with it. Oh, and yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been cancelled. I think people just, like, just accept that that was a different time when these things started to... But at the same time, he makes the joke, Seth MacFarlane, I don't know how to say his second name. That's um, pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Is it? Because I always think it's Frotter Frotter and like I can't. Okay, that's definitely not That's definitely not it, yeah. I don't know why. But well, it is from um, now on in my head. Good. He writes the joke, but taking the piss out of the joke. Yeah. Like it's it's a, they'll make a racist comment, but you're actually laughing at them for being racist. Yeah. Oh, it's no, that I, kind I of way, exactly isn't it? Does. But it's at the same time, you could easily take it in the wrong context. Yeah. Um, so it's brilliantly done and obviously I don't have to sell Family Guy because everyone watches it anyway but just watching it from like one of the earlier seasons you're like oh lord and I did that with um, Spongebob as well we're like when you're when you're kidding <laughs> yeah I know yeah but we were just we were feeling so nostalgic we're like ah, I just put Spongebob on we had pizza and whatever and we were just chatting away with Spongebob in the background but we suddenly stopped to watch Spongebob because it is entertaining it's mad and even the stuff that they come up with now, as an adult watching it, you pick up on so many things, so many little references of stuff that, as a kid, you didn't okay. have a clue about. And as a kid, I used to think that they were long episodes, but they're not. They're like 15 minutes each episode, if even. <laughs> like, And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just a series of episodes. And I never realized it was that long. Time's just so relative, isn't it? Well, well, well when, when you watch it, you're then, were, you, were you watching it on television or on video? Yeah, on all right. So you're watching them for 15 minutes at a time. Wasn't in case you watched one after another. When I was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, you would watch one after another, but it just felt like because you you I don't know. It just felt like longer episodes. Whereas yeah. now you're like, oh yeah, that's very quick. That was well, a yeah, very but quick because, episode. Well, you probably just saw that as a unit of time in itself. That that yeah. was an episode. So 15 minutes was normal. Yeah. And now you suddenly, because you're so used to longer yeah. time spots. It's like I said with Dead to Me, because it feels like it should be an hour long drama. 
yeah it's half an hour exactly yeah so, so that's yeah it does it does Although, actually we should do a podcast on looking back on how things have changed like mm. uh, what's acceptable and isn't yeah. because i did see there was an article recently about trading places do you know the film trading places yeah. with, have you seen it no okay now at the time because i remember it being out like this would have been um mid 80s and it was rave reviews there because it is a very very funny film and it was winning awards everything as one of the classiest proper films of the time and that's the time and i remember it yeah fondly enjoying it whatever and then when i wrote reviews, this oh my god some of it is appalling mm. in hindsight because you, d- you didn't register at the time that that's offensive yeah and it clearly was even then yeah um but they have like one of the characters goes like dan Aykroyd goes blackface as yeah. one of the characters working with but eddie murphy's in the film so you don't register mm. and then lots of homophobia but that's par for the course because yeah, yeah. the only minority they could really pick on was that yeah and um, lots of sexism the whole lot it's all in there and yet at the same time as the article said it is like you said it's almost poking fun at that in itself yeah that it's sort of it can go round and round so that for a while 10 years ago you might have watched the film and said that's so offensive how dare they show that now you watch this oh it's so ironic that it's making fun of that offensive yeah because it actually is yeah and it's just it's actually it's all down to attitudes and the films don't change this is what mm. i find fascinating about film films stay exactly the same as they always were when yeah. they're made it's just everything else changes and you're just viewing it in a new thing and that's what it was even like when we went to see three colors red and as i said to me nothing has changed and yet you pointed out the film the scene where she goes to listen to stuff on headphones yeah and you said oh you used to do it and i said oh yeah i forgot they're not there anymore yeah things like that little things yeah 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 so we should definitely do one of looking back at stuff and also i'd love to do because there are so many um let's just say cartoonish even adult humor stuff out there i'd love to do an episode just on diving into things like spongebob diving in (laughs) to spongebob and all that because no there are so many references there is a thread and i think in the not in the dark web but i remember when tumblr was out there was a blog just for squidward so you know squidward he's the octopus guy okay he is a guy that is riddled with anxiety and depression and all that and you look at that as an adult now and analyzing it it's it's actually horrible and but it's meant to be it's you, oh yeah but you but that's the thing people for that. but that well yeah but as a kid yeah but preparing you don't, kids for that this is what i don't know because well, you never it sounds very like it. well it was very dark like there was a one episode that wasn't allowed to be aired because it was very dark i think where he killed himself or something like that oh yes yeah, it was extreme. yeah and that they made i think they made it just for the studio or something and it got re- right. someone released it because it was like dark and you see like spongebob definitely adhd some sort of i'd say he's probably in the spectrum of autism um patrick would have some learning disability you, you just know that uh, uh, every single character has some issue that we are now starting to become uh, come into terms and understand more right as a yeah like but, but how, you, how long ago was spongebob not that long ago, surely. Oh, well, it's from, well, I know it's since from, I was five at least. Oh, right. So it's old, I, you see, well over 22 is, is years that, yeah, ago. Well, is it only 22 yeah. years ago? Like, but, you yeah. Mean, it's only the last century. I think it was in the 80s it was released. It was started. Oh, no, it's not that Late far. 80s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd say so, yeah. I'd say it's been going on for, well, okay, maybe early 90s then. Okay. 
because I was well, five when here. it was. It, maybe it didn't come here until like yeah, yeah it probably it is be, yeah. a case of like I just wouldn't have heard of it mm. at any of those periods. Yeah. But to me, it's just something. It's something I'm aware of. Yeah. In the background, that I paid absolutely no attention. Yeah, I'd like to do an in-depth talk about SpongeBob, even the Nickelodeon. No, but even the the Nickelodeon ones where we had like Hey Arnold, um, Cat Dog, which was now sounds like an absurd um, idea. To I'll I'll show you all of these as in like pictures and whatever from them or even snippets like there's so many cartoons from that era where we were just obsessed with and now even on tiktok there's so many tiktoks about it where everyone is like oh my god that's so true because we'd watch it and not even uh, understand it and now we're looking at it oh my god like yeah. the stuff that would they would come out but with they were clearly intending it like these were messages. Oh yeah. oh yeah like and the, all the subliminal messages in it and everything oh, yeah. so i'd love to do an episode on that so that that's me done anyway Okay, well, that's me done too, as I'm terrified of what's coming next. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. No, I look, I look forward to doing that. And well, I, it doesn't have to be soon books. anyway. I want it to be a proper episode, so it'll be a special down the road. Maybe when Barbie comes out, because that's a good, oh, good segue. Into <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah. I think, is when July you go anyway. And see it and yeah. you can tell us all about it. Okay. okay. Um, I'll bring Mick dressed, dressed up as Ken <laughs> in a little Hawaiian shirt and this queef. No, Riff. that's not. <laughs> queef. <laughs> queef. You know what queef is? I have no idea. I'm going to find out now. All right. <laughs> I always say queef and I don't know why. <laughs> you just said it again. No, but I call it. queef queef and I don't know why. So this. <laughs> I think such a mispronouncing queef, but there is a word. Oh, yeah. Queef. Okay. Well, that's our competition anyway. this week. If you know what a queef is. <laughs> Keep it to yourself <laughs> and we'll send you a free subscription. To no, our no, 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 oh, free yeah, no, 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 anything. Sorry, sorry. Free subscription to my special Patreon yeah, page. Yeah, you're allowed to follow separate. us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you our Instagram handle. Anyway, yeah, that's Well, that's, that's it. One, yeah. do, you, do you want to say anything more about Yeah. Um, so no. thank you for sponsoring us. Thank you for, for sponsoring us. us. Well, yeah. you're sponsoring us. But that's our sponsors. The people are paying two euro a month. Well, yeah, that well, they we're are. Grateful. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Okay. Yes, we love you. Um, and <laughs> yes, we love yeah, you. we love yeah, you. Yeah. We do. Thank you for giving us money for talking. Um, this is this has been great. <laughs> Something we get an email. We will pay you for not talking. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> we have ways of making you not talk. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we leave it there. Thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan, and I've been Marina Gorski. Woo! Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. Marina's lovely. People are shite.